Hello and welcome to episode 7 of What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. Thank you for joining me. In this episode, I'm speaking to someone that I've actually never met and has been someone that I've um, I've found in my life virtually during the crazy days that are the pandemic. Uh, Tracy Gerhity is in Ireland and we were both on um, some workshops together on Zoom. <laughs> and uh, when I mentioned that I was getting ready to begin this podcast, she said that she would she would love to be involved. And in this conversation, uh, what Tracy knows for sure is that we make lives harder for ourselves than we need to. And what a wonderful conversation I think that I know I certainly could resonate with as soon as she said it. And how we take that conversation on is, is something that I think we can all really relate to, you know, and it, it's interesting because some of the podcasts I know people well and some of the podcasts I don't, but in all of the podcasts, I really don't know what they're going to tell me. They know for sure until they start speaking. And so the conversation that follows is always fresh and authentic, hopefully, and, and, and new. And you hear me trying to, therefore, really resonate with that with her and understand where she's coming from and I think reflect myself how it is that I make life harder for myself than I perhaps need to and the awakenings are just all over it when we were having the conversation but certainly in the days and weeks that have followed since since we had it so let's listen to the conversation with Tracy. Welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast and today I'm delighted to be joined by Tracy Geraghty. Tracy, how are you? I'm great, thanks to Anne. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh no, thank you. And we actually met at an online course, so this is again, randomly we stretch across the water to Ireland where you are. Um, Yes. So tell us, who are you? So I am... Uh, Tracy from Galway, Connemara, originally out in the mountains by the sea. And I am a success and transformative coach. And I've lots of other things as well. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've had quite a varied uh, career history and maybe bits of it will pop up as we're chatting. And yeah. I'll share little nuggets of what I've been up to for the last few years. Fantastic. And so obviously I want to know. What is it that you know for sure, Tracy? Well, you know, I, I had a quick think about it. And honestly, the first thing that popped into my mind was what I know for sure is that we make life an awful lot harder for our, ourselves than mm. I think it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly this is something that I have been guilty of myself and I'm still trying to figure out how to not make it quite so hard for myself. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I definitely think there's easier ways of doing things. And can you reflect on a time when you didn't make it hard for yourself? Ooh, um, you know, it was probably back in my teenage years because at some point... You know, at some point in my kind of late teens, early 20s, I think insecurity kicked in at such a rate and 
worrying about other people's opinions and I think maybe planning my life in in a way where I was ticking boxes that yeah it probably was back in my teenage years yeah. when life was easy and I'm very nostalgic about the 80s you know mm-hmm. and certainly I grew up in a, a very small village where you know there was very little tv and it was just very simple like life was really really simple back then and we had music and we had the odd disco and we just hung around and it really was very very simple and, yeah. and really nice because i think and it's the michael neil courses that you and i are both on that journey together just now and i've got too many post-it notes on my wall next to my desk here um and things that he says and one of them is remember that feeling where nothing was scary and everything was perfect. Now, I'm assuming that was Michael Neal because most of them are. It might have been somebody else. But it's... And and I can certainly reflect in the early days after I had been unwell that I was afraid of nothing. And even my friends and things would would say that, you know, when I was on my recovery at the first year, say, that I just didn't, didn't fear stuff. And I have forgotten that too. And it's like being reminded, isn't it, that stuff doesn't need to... Just because it looks... It looks as if it's a lot to achieve. Something doesn't actually mean that it's going to be hard. Why have we told ourselves that story? Yeah, and it's funny that you bring up Michael Neal because on one of the courses that I was doing earlier in the year, I remember asking him a question around that. And it was, I had recognised that I had been living in survival mode Mm. for years. And you know, what he said to me or what he asked me was, you know, is there a uh, a wild lion sitting outside your door ready to attack you? Which there wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was that I don't need to be in survival mode because I am not under threat. Yeah. I just am thinking that I'm under, all my thinking is making me feel like the world is out to get me, but it wasn't. Nobody's yeah. out to get me. You know, in uh-huh. our own thinking, therefore, about things like believing stuff that isn't scary, believing that to convincing ourselves that it is, that's just all on us, isn't it, Tracy? That's just our we decide to put those thoughts around it, don't we? Oh, oh completely. And you know, it's amazing when you watch how the body responds so quickly to that kind of fear mode. Because I was watching, I'm a celebrity earlier on and one of the trials where one of the guys had to get into a box with snakes anyway before he had even seen a snake he was in this absolute state of panic and but there was nothing there to scare him only his own thinking Mm -hmm. and like we scared the crap out of ourselves with our own thinking and we stop ourselves from doing so many things because of our own thinking and I guess that's why I have seen that we make life so hard for ourselves is because all of our thinking gets in the way yeah so since you're a coach and we're here (laughs) how what tips would you therefore give have you got the answer, I suppose, yet because you're saying it's, it's what you know for sure about yourself too but how do we recognize that it's just my thinking I don't need to believe it I mean what's the journey out of out of this place that we all seem to find ourselves in 
I guess, you know, it's transient. And that's what I even see with myself is there are definitely times where I am on a roll when there the insecurities are they're all gone and I just feel that sense of freedom. And when I'm in that space, I'm like you creating podcasts or making videos and I'm just like, okay, I've really got to roll with this now because mm-hmm. I feel unstoppable at the moment. Yeah. And and I guess and then, you know, thinking starts to come back in again. And when I get into that space of feeling uh fearful feeling insecure doing that whole compare and despair thing Mm -hmm. I know that it's transient and I Mm -hmm. know that it will pass and one of the things that I have noticed is I stop trying to force it to to change so in the past when I was in that kind of state of just feeling I feel agitated when I'm like that and I know it's because I'm annoying myself it's yeah. not anybody else it's because oh, I feel really annoyed at the moment yeah you know you're doing it to yourself Tracy yeah yeah as I probably would have tried to journal it out of myself or meditate it out of myself or just or exercise it out of myself whereas now I just I lean into it and I give it the time and I know that it will eventually pass because it always does. So there's less that needs to be done. And yeah. it's funny actually, because my sis, my son, my sis, my daughter uh, was, had a couple of incidents in school uh, last week where she just felt panicky. And this is completely new to her. And, you know, obviously I'm trying to help her understand that it's not from, things that are going on around you it's from your thinking and one of the things that I told her you know to do was to imagine herself rather than trying to I'm having this panicky feeling and trying needing to do something was to just lean back like she was leaning into the water and trusting that the water is going to support her we all float naturally Mm -hmm. but most people or people who can't swim, if you ask them to lean back and float, they start flapping their arms and their legs around the place because they don't trust that the water will support them. Mm. So um, as a result, then they kind of start to sink. Um, But when we just lean back and trust that something is going to catch us, something has got our back, and that it will pass if we can just float in the water for a little while. And it always does. Yeah. And it was interesting because the, the works that we've that we've been both doing recently, um, I had at one point said something about I was manic and that my thinking was manic. And see differentiating the fact that I have often believed that I'm a manic person. And see understanding that it's not me that's manic, it's my thinking that's manic. And so when my thinking gets manic now... Like, I'm talking in the last couple of months. When my thinking gets manic now, I notice it, and I sit there with the manic thoughts, I let them do their thing, and I know that they won't last forever because eventually I will go to sleep or I will think of something that focuses me. Instead, I think and I have to act with manic thoughts and be manic Anne. And it's just been a lovely journey in recognising you're not manic and you're thinking just sometimes manic. It's really let me off the hook, I think, with myself. Do you get that, Tracy? Yeah, I do. And, you know, it was funny because one of the teachers actually had said to my daughter, oh, I think you're a bit anxious. And I was just 
so quick to uh, dispel that because I think it's very easy for us to feed into a diagnosis or mm-hmm. feed into a label. Yeah. And I, you know, I just said, no, you're not. You just have thinking that is making you feel a little bit panicky. But you are not anxious, you know, and you do not have anxiety or, you know, and especially with young kids diagnosing themselves. And and I just I really do not like labels. But, yeah, like it it's it is that understanding that we are not broken. We do not need to be fixed. Sometimes we have broken thinking, but fundamentally we are not broken. And when we can see ourselves as being whole and when we see ourselves as having access to an unlimited source of well-being. And and I, I actually had th- that experience in kind of a nanosecond recently where I had been in a state of just thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to when I'm in kind of an insecure uh or having that thinking, it tends to send me down the pity path a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had kind of been in a loop of it for a couple of days and I was getting annoyed with myself. And usually I get bored. I get bored with my shitty thinking. And so this day I literally found myself going through a hypothetical loop of something that is probably never going to happen. And I caught myself and went, oh, my God, this is so boring, Tracy. Change the record. Uh And in a split second, something shifted. And I just felt this rush of well-being flooding to me. And it was it was really astounding. And I'm sure it has happened in the past, but I didn't recognize it. But because of, you know, the understanding that we've been learning more about, I, I saw exactly what was happening. And I saw that, wow, you know, when we see that wellness within us and when we see that we are not broken and when our thinking is ready to shift, because it it naturally always will, that that goodness is just it's there like it's it's there ready to come through us in a split second all we have to do is just give it space and and allow our our thinking to to change and boom there you go oh it's so wise so wise and I think that's the secret isn't it Tracy just catch yourself not saying you can never have these thoughts again just catch yourself in them isn't it yeah 100% oh it's not I mean that's the thing you can you can have all of the knowing and all of the wisdom and and sort of like, oh, I know all this stuff. So therefore, my life is perfect all the time. I don't see that in anybody. And, and certainly with the community of people that I've been meeting over the last year, what has been lovely is the humility ah. in everybody. And, you know, I, I listened to one well-known coach sharing a story recently about his teenage daughter effing and blinding him out of it. And it was like... Oh, Thank you for sharing that story. It makes me feel so much better when my son, you know, is ranting and raving. You know, it's that, like I said, that humility of we are still human beings, regardless of how much, you know, time we spend reading all the books on personal development or how much cor- how many courses we do. We'll all still have crappy thinking. 
you know. Yeah. Okay. This was just a great thing to share with with us about what you know for sure. Thank you so much for joining me, Tracy. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Anne. Thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast by me, Anne Hughes Ignite. If you would like to connect with me, please do that by searching Anne Hughes Ignite across social media. You'll get me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can catch my radio shows, which I sometimes refer to in the show, um, by searching Anne Hughes Ignite on Mixcloud and you can also catch me on my website anthusignite.co.uk. If you would like to feature on the podcast please do get in touch again just use the contact page on my website or if you know anybody that should listen to these podcasts or indeed should be a part of these podcasts please point them my way. Uh, Podcasts will be uploaded every weekend for you to listen to on uh, Sunday morning. I feel that's the vibe they have got. So I look forward to sharing these conversations with you every weekend and um, to connecting with you on social media if that's where you hang out. Bye.